0: From the Financial Times in London, I'm Frederick Studeman, Comment and Analysis Editor, and this is a special FT News podcast on Britain and Europe. Hello and welcome to the FT's Brexit Debates, in which we invite a series of speakers on either side of the argument as to whether Britain should remain in the EU or not, to come in, make their case, and then to challenge one another. Up for debate today is the proposal, Brexit will boost the British economy. And with me to discuss it are John Redwood, a British conservative politician and prominent Eurosceptic, who is also chair of the party's Economic Affairs Committee. Speaking against him will be Martin Wolf, chief economics commentator and associate editor at the Financial Times. Welcome. Thank you both for coming in. You're both going to now get one minute to make your respective cases, and then there'll be an opportunity to challenge one another in questions. John Redwood, I'd like you to start one
1: minute on the motion that Brexit will be a boost to the British economy. We will be better off out. The first thing that will happen is we will get back the £10,000 million a year we pay into Brussels, which they keep and spend in other countries on the continent. That will mean that our balance of payments deficit will fall by a fifth uh, in the first year after leaving, just because we don't have to make those contributions going out across the exchanges, and we would be able to have tax cuts and extra public spending with, with that £10 billion so that we spend it on our priorities and provide a boost to the British economy, that's more than half a percent of GDP boost. We'd also be able to trade much more successfully with the rest of the world. We'd have more influence in the rest of the world because we would get our seat back on big international bodies that the EU took away from us. And isn't it extraordinary that after all these years in the EU, more than 40, we still don't have a free trade agreement with America, our biggest trading partner, or with India or with China out of the EU, we could have our own free trade agreements, and they will still want to trade with us because they sell us so much more than we sell them. John Redwood, thank you very much.
0: Martin, Wolf, you now have an opportunity, one minute, against the motion.
2: Well, in my view, if we leave the EU, it will be a really very bad adverse shock for the UK. First, it will create a period of extraordinary economic uncertainty. Nobody will know what exactly the rules will be for trade because we won't know how exactly we're going to leave the EU. There are many different options. The people on the outside don't agree what the right option is. We're going to be in a period where we don't know what we want, and of course the EU won't know what it wants to offer us. Second, If we actually really leave, we will lose our exceptionally favorable access through the single market and the customs union to the biggest economy in the world and far and away our most important trading partner, which takes almost half of our exports, just a little bit less, almost three times as much as the U.S. So we'll lose that and what we will gain in return, these are just fictions about free trade with the rest of the world. Martin Wolf, thank you very much. You're now going to get an opportunity to challenge one another.
0: Martin Wolf, you start. Question to John Redwood.
2: Well, you say that we're going to get these free trade areas with the rest of the world. Well, one obvious answer is we actually got the Uruguay round with the rest of the world. The EU played an enormous part in that and the UK was part of that. You're simply assuming that all these trade negotiations through the EU had no effect whatsoever. But somehow the US, we can get a much better deal through free trade. Why do you argue that?
1: Well because I've talked to people from those countries and they would be very willing to have a proper free trade agreement with the United Kingdom. As many smaller countries who aren't part of the EU Already have. I mean, your side seems to forget that more than 160 countries around the world trade very successfully every day of, of the week
2: with the European Union without having to be members or without having to pay any contributions. Well, but I actually do know a little bit about these negotiations. And what happens is, if you do a free trade deal with the US, you accept the US terms. End of the story. And that's what would happen to us, isn't it?
1: Well, it is always the case that if they are the customer, they have a right to say what kind of good or service they want. And you can't change that immutable law of good business and it won't be any different in or out of the European Union. Inside the European Union, we obviously have to observe American rules when selling to America. John Redwood, now your chance to put a question to Martin. Why is it that your side has absolutely no confidence in our country and doesn't remember that for many decades we were a very successful
2: independent country running our own affairs? Well, I'm, I have actually great confidence in my, my country, which is why I think we can play and have played and will continue to play such a huge role through Europe, which is our most important trading partner by far, and it has such a big role in our, in our affairs, because we are a successful, dynamic, efficient country. Uh, I had a conversation with senior people from the
1: German government when they were in London and they made it quite clear that they wouldn't want to impose any extra tariffs or barriers on trade with us because they sell us so much more than we sell them. Were they lying?
2: Well, Germany is one of 27 member countries and lots of them have very, very different views on this subject. And I have absolutely no doubt that if the British said, we really don't like you uh, at all, we want to leave and we want you to treat us exactly as we hadn't left at all, that they would say, you're joking.
1: I like these countries, it's just I don't like the European Union because I think it makes us poorer and it takes away our freedom and our right to self-government.
2: Martin, one last question from you. The obvious question is what exactly is your alternative and d- why does your, is your side in- actually incapable of agreeing on what the alternative yeah,
1: is? We agree entirely about our alternative. Our in- alternative is an arrangement with the EU based on fair and free trading uh, and based on friendship and mutual cooperation where we will enter into all sorts of agreements with them or carry on with the agreements we've already got but where we will have the right to say no if we don't like them. John, one final question
0: from you to Martin.
1: When you're looking at the position, do you agree that we're going to be 10 billion better off because that is the money they take away from us and spend elsewhere in the European Union?
2: I don't even agree with that because actually there are many arrangements, including ones that you refer to. Uh, for instance, say the ones, one possible continuation is Norway. Well, we're not and do that. We, would con- we wouldn't dream that's what doing that. We're no, of We're going to pay nothing. We're going to pay nothing. Then we continue to have to, like continue to pay. Like 160 other countries. The you won't accept I'm oh, not paying anything. Well,
1: they do with most of the rest of the world.
0: Gentlemen, thank you very much. This has been a really good discussion, but I'm afraid we're going to have to bring it to an end right now. You can read more and see more on our Brexit series at ft.com forward slash EU dash referendum. Goodbye.